When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the movies that we retcon, nor are we associated with the artists who make them. Also, we're going to say a lot of weird and possibly dirty things, and maybe your kids don't need to hear that. The soundtrack for this series features Keijin Church. Find them at keijinchurch.bandcamp.com or wherever you get music online. Welcome to Roleplay Retcon's Rehash for Phantom of the Opera! Yeah! What is what is that? Rehash is the episode that we do after we are finished with our series, where we just kind of talk about um, how we feel like we did, and how it compares to the original, and who we're going to cast in our roles. That sounds like fun. Oh, we I should, hope so. We should do that every time. We do do it every time. Yeah, it's okay. just what we do. Kind of like our wrap-up of the series. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, again, uh, today we have got our guest, Rim. Hello. Hello, I'm Rim. I'm still here. You She's still with here. us? Is that the person that's been on the other like 12 episodes? <laughs> yeah, it okay, is. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, we so should, nothing we new. We should have her here there. every time. <laughs> you couldn't well, afford me. No, just <laughs> <laughs> we Good only chance. signed a 12 episode contract with her rim like like kind of like slides a bill across the table <laughs> it would be a power move just take care of that whenever you're ready yeah. it's okay because we just pay rim and like spare ribs <laughs> that's really expensive yeah maybe I, I'm sorry I didn't realize we were supposed to give you this many Oreos rim <laughs> That's okay. I'll just charge you Oreo interest. It's is fine. that what okay. Canadian money is? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what? I I have a picture. I went to the dollar store the other day and I found one of our like Canadian coins for two dollars. It's called a toonie. A and toonie? I found a toonie a made toonie. of chocolate as big as my hand, and I thought that was so funny. <laughs> There's also loonies, right? Yeah, one dollar. Like <laughs> I get toonies, but loony doesn't sound like one. Like what? <laughs> How did that happen? Well, it's, it's also a kind of duck. <laughs> Right, okay. yeah. Loon? Yeah, like a bird. Is it a bird? A Alex, yeah. I think that I think they're just loons. I don't think they're a kind of duck. They're <laughs> a kind of duck. They're not dissimilar to a duck. See? They're a very pretty duck. Vindication. <laughs> nice. Well, now we know more about Canada. And now I want to know more about Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Well, I tell you, what do you want to know? <laughs> Why? Like, let, let, can I ask you? Some questions? Yeah. Why? Yeah. This one's weird, right? This one's not weird, but it's definitely different than how we usually do things. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think we went over some of this in Rookie Camp, but it might be worth, like, repeating, like, why you were like, I'm going to alter, I'm going to alter our formula a little bit here. Yeah. You're talking about um, Gaston LaRue, right? <laughs> no, no. Just, like, why you oh. did Phantom. 
Oh, how is it altering our formula? Was it was that? a bad mm. movie. <laughs> it was critically disclaimed. I did, as a point on that, I did get to watch the movie. Yeah? How'd yeah. you feel about it? Uh, it was it was a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's yeah, fair. I think it was. God, it was weird. <laughs> did, you, did you like it? No, not really. I don't know. Aside from one, like, pretty upsetting mm. scene that I did not remember, <laughs> where they suggest that he has been grooming Christine to be his bride since childhood... <laughs> Um, I was like, I don't remember that from the musical. Was that in the, the stage play? <laughs> but uh, other than that, like, I accept that movie, like, slaps ass. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. I liked it. I have, like, a lot of nostalgia for it, I feel. I've definitely heard yeah. from people since we've been doing this that, like, a lot of people who really like the stage musical, like, hate that movie. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that's where all of the disclaim comes from. It's disclaim the opposite of acclaim. Yes. Like, I'm using it like it is. I don't think so, but I don't I don't have a good reason why it wouldn't be. <laughs> like What is the opposite of acclaim like then? Derision, I guess, or defame? Uh, yeah. Defame. Well, Criticism, that's why people don't like it, like, I guess. Disclaim sounds like a disclaimer. Yeah, but I <laughs> they're disclaiming the movie. They're not claiming yeah. it. <laughs> we don't claim this. This is trash. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Did you agree that it was trash? I mean, it was a movie. Okay, so yeah, so we we did talk about this previously, but this one we did purposefully tell Alex not to watch the movie yep. um, because because I made them not watch a movie one time, and it's my fate to just not be able to. It watch was the movies best anymore. idea though, and it worked out so good. <laughs> That's not the purpose. It did work out so good, except that I could not handle the the thing that happened. But <laughs> but I I really my my issue was that like Raoul could be a really amazing character, and he was a trash character in the book, and he wasn't a great character in the movie. And mm. I really wanted Alex to make it a good character, so I didn't want him to be influenced. Watching the movie, like yo, Raoul doesn't do a lot. Yeah. No. He's he, he's at least better than he is in the book. Though. He swings a sword a couple times and he comes up with a bad plan for <laughs> catching the phantom. Christine and he lets her choose, and that's important. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but he also does a lot of like discrediting to her. She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, hey, some stuff's going on," and he's like, "Just chill out, man. Don't worry about it. It's all in your head, probably." Ram, are you a fan? I don't think we ever actually. <laughs> So, so this is funny. Wait, uh, of the I'm, Phantom or of us? I don't want to know. I don't want to know the second question. Aww. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you guys are great. I Aww. I would not necessarily say that I'm a fan of Phantom. Okay. <laughs> I I think that like some of it is very cool, right? And if you watch the what was it? It was like the 25th anniversary one they did with like Sierra Bogus and Ramin Karimlu. Excellent. Love them. So so good. But everyone in musical theater always fights over which is better, Phantom of the Opera and Lame Is, and Lame Is is infinitely superior in every way. <laughs> Wowzers. Yeah, okay. so that's my hot take. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even know that was a fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like there's no contest here, right? <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> I've actually never uh, really, really, really seen Les Mis. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you should find somewhere that, that someone's doing it locally and go watch it. You know yeah. what the wild thing is? No, I take mm. it back because I've seen a movie of like, I guess it's a book, right? It's like a, a novel. I've seen mm -hmm. like a movie adaptation of the novel, but not the musical. Ooh, <laughs> so I know the story of Les Mis and none of the songs. Nah, that's fair. 
but I, I I'm I'm given to to learn that the, the opposite is what's good. <laughs> I mean, the the book is very good. I don't know which um, movie you saw, but <laughs> maybe it's good. Yeah, I watched it in school. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. There, there are some things that I really like about, like, The Phantom of the Opera musical. Like, I feel like it's really clear in a lot of the staging where, like, you get a lot of, like, the Phantom is literally, like, puppeteering Christine, where, like, he moves and she follows. And there's some mm-hmm. really cool visual stuff going on that, you know, you just can't really do in a movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big, um, like, evangelist for the novel, though, Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. Um, I, liked, I liked the musical because I like the novel. But um, mm-hmm. the musical is not the book, really. It's got, yeah. like, some vibes, certainly, um, but they're very different things. Uh, maybe we should just go ahead and warn, like, from this point on, like, we're going to spoil everything. Like, <gasps> Spoiler we can't city. Talk about... Should what? I not listen if I haven't read the book? <laughs> Man, you've had, like, six months to read the book. <laughs> no, you're so right. Hey, <laughs> I was told not to. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Damn. Well, maybe we shouldn't talk too much about it then. No, you're, okay. you're fine. I'm. I am curious. I'm very curious about the book. I'll, so I'll do my best, but I think. I think it. it the makes book it has been up. out for a hot minute, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you didn't read it until like last year. <laughs> yeah, I was on my my classic lit cake, and you were like, "Hey, read this book," and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, whoa!" The greatest book now. I actually really did like Phantom of the Opera. I think it's a fun musical. I think it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's visually fun. The characters are fun. The music's fun. Gerard Butler's fun. Yeah. Like, I I think it's a fun time. Like, I have I think, no I serious think, complaints about it. I think Gerard it. Butler is easily the weakest part of it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just think he's really hot, so maybe that's that's just <laughs> yeah. That's me. kind of What's the problem. He's not supposed to be hot. <laughs> I think it's a. I actually disagree. I think that's an excellent addition to the character. <laughs> it really gave <laughs> to make this character who's supposed to be ugly like super hot. <laughs> well, I guess he could still be hot, but like they did the thing. They did the Ready Player One thing where they he's like I'm horribly disfigured, and you know Alex is sitting there like, are you? You have like a bandaid on your cheek, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, ha- you're supposed to have like a hole in the middle of your face. It's called your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you sing opera out of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know, I loved him. Um, But yeah, after reading the book, it like tainted my view of the musical. I was like, man, this could have been so good. This could have been so much better. Why didn't they go with this material? <laughs> well, see, I'm actually fine that the musical is kind of different. I just wish that someone would do what we did. I wish someone would make like a movie adaptation of the actual book. Not mm-hmm. like pretend yeah. the musical's not a thing and, and like actually do that story. Okay, so back to back to the question that you asked me because I'm actually not super sure what you're talking about. How is how did we how did I like go against our formula? Like usually we 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 take something that was like kind of poopy, um, and then we use it as like a jumping off point. But instead, you were like, I have a thing that I actually like that I'm gonna like run us through. But that's what I mean. That's what Alex has done with Valerian because he went more toward the source source material, right? With the book. okay. Uh, sure, what... yeah, all right. So how do y'all think we did? Excellent. Oh, <laughs> why do you think we did excellent? I don't know. I just feel like it felt right in the moment. <laughs> mm. Maybe that seems self-serving, but I, I feel like it was good, <laughs> right? <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe feel... my fun did not serve the story in a greater <laughs> capacity, but I had a good time with it. Yeah, by far the superior portrayal of Raul, I feel. Right? 
<laughs> I'm going to miss so Raul. Good. Maybe not the accent so much, but I'm going to miss that doofy, <laughs> handsome bastard. <laughs> you did such a good job with the character. Like, you poured so much into it. Yes. It was so good. I don't know if I put so much into it as much as I just let go of other things. Mm, I like that. Like, kind of going back to the book again, the thing that Chintzy really pushed for in this that is missing from a lot of adaptations of this, maybe all of them, is that Chintzy understood that this is a dark comedy. Um, you get that a little bit in the Schumacher movie. They have, like, moments. Uh, but, like, no. Nah, like, also, like, Alex, like, it's just how that character should have always been. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you kind of played him opposite in the story, in the, in the book, like as awful as he is, he's also like the only guy that seems to like, like, he's not a genius. Everyone else in the book is just idiots. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're like, ah, yes, Christine has been visited by the angel of music and Raul's the only guy that's like, are you guys high? Like, <laughs> it's a guy. It's clearly a dude. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dude. He's an angel. Yeah, but listen, I really hate his character. He's the, the worst, book. though. Because when he when he does that, what he does is then he's just like, well, Christine's a fucking slut. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so mean what? for, like, no he, reason. Yeah. He is so mean. He's just like, Christine's slutting it up, and she's 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 sleeping with all these guys, and she's cheating on me, and she's clearly beneath me, and I need to treat her like trash. How is the Raoul in the book, which I you, hate. How could you Ugh. do this to me, the boy who rescued your scarf? <laughs> I came all the way out here just to be with you, and now you're going to be with all these other guys? This is just a guy, Christine. <laughs> I don't know why his voice is like that. <laughs> I know. No, uh, definitely. Book, it's, book Royal it's definitely more like has Antonio a high pitched voice. Jinsi, <laughs> I wasn't, I thought for a while, we've had several weeks since we finished this um, to sort of think on this. And like, I wasn't sure I could forgive you uh, <laughs> for not oh letting like Daroga and Eric be together <laughs> at first. <laughs> uh, like in my head, I was like so sure it was going to end up that way. Like, Aww. I was going to love it. These two guys who had, like, done unforgivable things could bond over that and be the people who could forgive each other and accept Aww. each other. Uh, but then, like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, it wasn't good for him, though. Like, it was bad. Mm -hmm. It was bad for Daroka. He, like, spent 10 years, of, like, wasted 10 years of his life, like, trying to, like, building up this relationship in his head as more than it really was. And, like, um, like, he was, like, Eric probably loved him, but he couldn't really commit or, like, fully care about someone other than himself. And it was, he like, wasn't emotionally available. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, <laughs> actually, I have to admit now, like, a way better outcome for him to stop, like, living every minute of his life for a guy like that and make some real friends and actually start a new life. So mm -hmm. I think I ended up liking this this thing of like, it's not, there's no such thing as happy endings. That's not how life works. Mm -hmm. You don't have an end to your story. I mean, like, you'll, you know, die. But <laughs> <laughs> like, but you don't, that, like, that's not how the time of your life goes. Like every day is instead like a new day to try to be happy. And so mm -hmm. I liked that I ended up liking that better. I have to admit. Yeah, it was very good. That was one thing that I thought that I was thinking about, like after our last recording was that maybe I was leaning in a direction of like making it too almost preachy where I was like, oh, and Christine learned and like wanted to like do it on Aww. her own and earn it. But then it was actually much funnier that Raul was like trying to like pave the way and like bribe people. <laughs> so I thought that was very good. <laughs> it was. I liked that. Uh, Raul. He's a good boy. Yeah. He's a good, <laughs> good boy. handsome, stupid boy. Yeah. Nope. 
The best, the best boy. That's one big flaw in a lot of the adaptations. My guy's just not in those movies. Why? I know. Yeah. He, weird. When I read this book in high school as a teenager, so my, my character in the book is actually called the Persian. He never has a name. Um, they also call him Daroga sometimes because that was his like job title, uh, which kind of means like police chief. Um, but they just call him the Persian. Uh, and I just thought this rich guy who wore a white suit and smoked cigars and nobody knew his name. They just called him the Persian. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> just has like revolvers with him. And he's like, oh, yeah, hold him like this or you'll get your neck snapped. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine now what a movie adaptation with Daroga would even be like. He is in the Basil Karloff one from like a hundred years ago. Oh, but he is just like a police officer in that one. He doesn't have the cool, mysterious backstory. He doesn't know Eric in that version. He's just like a detective that's tracking him down. But he is like mm-hmm. a Middle Eastern guy in a white suit and a fez. Yes, mm, interesting. Justice for Daroga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to play him at first. And like, Jinsi kind of talked me into it. I'm glad, yeah. they, they, I'm glad they did. Yeah, thank you. Who would you have played otherwise? Would you have played Raul? So <laughs> my original pitch, so um, Kids on Bikes has this mechanic uh, mm. where uh, uh, you, you can all control a powered character. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be like 11 and from Stranger Things. Um, and there's some like extremely light mechanics for that. But you basically like <laughs> can take turns doing it. No one person plays them. And so that was my pitch. I was like, well, what if what if he was in, what if he was our power character? And he was just like very talented the way Eric was too. Um, and I and I was just going to play some, I was going to play like Carlotta or, or one of the managers <laughs> or something. Um, or but Meg. Jesse was like, no, no, no. I have it in my head that you're gonna, you should play this person. Meg. <laughs> That's cool, Meg. though. I feel like it worked out really well for, like, to have someone present as Daroga, like, for you to be mm-hmm. Daroga. Yeah, the, um, I guess we can talk about the system now, <laughs> um, since Ben brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I thought a lot about this. I think I have a way to say, I think I, I, I think about, like, how can it be nice, right? How can it be nice? Okay. And I think okay. I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The thing I think this game would be good for is mm-hmm. if you have a friend group that wants to get into playing TTRPGs and none of you have any experience with any mm-hmm. any of them. You have no mm-hmm. idea how to play a TTRPG. Not mm-hmm. not one guy. Like if you have like like part of this is like <laughs> it's crazy that D&D is in the zeitgeist is like the first TTRPG you play. And I get that it's because it's yeah. famous and popular and Kids Up Bikes doesn't have a fun movie with Chris Pine in it. But it's actually a terrible starting place. So oh, like, it sure is. Because it's complicated. Yeah. And it, now, if you have like one person that's like, I know how to play D&D, that person can DM and kind of get the rest of you through it. But this is good if none of you know anything. Like, because like 90% of this book is, it's actually a pretty well-written book. But 90% of it is just like, best practices for GMing any system. <laughs> like they just sort of tell you how to play RPGs. So <clears throat> this book, you could do worse than my first RPG being <laughs> Kids on Bikes. It's not a bad introduction to the concept of RPGs because yeah, it's totally. very light on mechanics. <laughs> it's not rules light, it's kind of game light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also like, I think, I think Remick is the only player that played this game right. What, me? <laughs> <laughs> Really? I think Alex and I both <laughs> forgot to use what the strengths. I think oh. the, the boxes you well, check they have. No, like, mine just never came up because my strengths was in fighting. 
And yeah. you were like, and no, 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 not, not your, not your rolls, not, not your dice rolls, the little boxes we checked that were like yeah. special abilities we were supposed to use. But Ra- yeah. Raul was wealthy. And I think maybe. Yeah, technically I used it the whole time. I <laughs> yeah, I guess so. See, we, we didn't yeah. gamify it. Like we didn't say, I'm going to use my wealth mm. ability. <laughs> but a, a lot of them were like really specific situations mm. you're supposed to do. It's fine. We're never going to remember because we don't ever use them. The One of mine danger. would have been great. It was supposed to be, uh, it was unassuming. And uh, if the mm. if the GM was cool with it, I could just be invisible. Oh, that's cool. Like, not <laughs> not literally, but I could I could go unnoticed. I think if mm. I paid an adversity token or something, and there were a couple Man, of times that when that really would have been great when you were like trying to hide. Yeah, yeah. it would have been great if I'd remembered that, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Except I, I guess kind that's of, on me for not reminding you too, though, because I. But they don't. They didn't equip us for success. I think. Yeah. Um, and like, um, I will say though, I <laughs> the the constant failure kind of ended up making my character something I liked though, because like I came in, I was gonna be like fucking black ops Jason Bourne shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've got a I've got a past of uh, I used to do some things, but like I kept failing, I kept falling off ladders and shit, and so like it was like it was no, but it ended up being like cool because it was like I'm getting too old for this shit. I can't do this anymore, mm. and it's time to leave this behind. So I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, I I feel similarly. And like, I think like some of the mechanics I think are so cool, but like in practice, they didn't actually happen a lot. Like the, even the, like the dice exploding, like, I don't know if we just rolled so bad all the time, but like, did did it happen once or twice or, Mm -hmm. yeah, it felt like, I don't know. I guess I expected it to happen more. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Even the roll system itself though was so weird. I kind of liked it. I like, think it needs There's tweaking. such a big discrepancy, yeah. though, between, mm-hmm. like, what l- the lowest one you had was what? A D4. Four. 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 And a D20? Yeah. I like this idea, though, of, like, I kind of liked the exploding a little bit because it was, like, yeah. lower dice are more reliable but less overall effective. Mm-hmm. I kind mm-hmm. of liked that. And I kind of liked the conversation thing where you're, you're like, well, I'm going to do this. And I like to make a case for it being this skill. And, yeah. and then, like, I like the DC being set according to, like, how good you are at it. I kind of like mm. that. I think I need tweaking, uh, and I don't think it was strong enough to build the whole game around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe, and, like, because I, 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 I don't disagree. Like, I like the idea. But maybe mm. if you had, like, more more in line with D&D or something, where you have, like, more points for skills, like, skill ranks. I don't know if mm. you can make it a little, like, level it slightly with more stuff like that? Yeah, the the problem with having like such different like ranks for your dies mm. is that like the the system for determining like the success and failure was the same for everything mm. and it was just different based on the situation. Yeah. Really, or based on the character, but not based on like the actual skill. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I, because I, (laughs) I actually, I feel like this game is fun and fairly easy learning curve to play, but I feel like it's super hard to GM for that reason. (laughs) Setting the difficulty is hard. It was, it was, it was so so simple though, to the point that like, I've read this book like three times because I was like, I'm missing something, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, like, okay, so if if this is the situation they have to charm someone, well, the thing says to set the difficulty, oh, this this number means that most characters will succeed at it, but then you've got a D4, and obviously you're not going to be able to succeed at it ever, because yeah. the most characters can succeed at this is like seven. But you have a 25% chance that it looks low. Yeah, I mean, I guess 
that's true. <laughs> then you have to hope for a three on the next round. <laughs> yeah. And like, really, like, if, if the rules say most characters can succeed at this, but then like, they really can't. Like, yeah. And like, such... they didn't give you enough road with like, what mm. to do with those roles. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, if you fail, like, you make conflict. That's just good storytelling. But, like, I could, we can also do that without a game. <laughs> like, like you, I need you to mechanize that somehow, game. Like, like we, we'd roll bad and, like, sometimes we'd be like, okay, now what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that because there have been many, many times playing this game, like, do we even need a game for this? This is basically <laughs> just improv hour with just, like, some dice involved sometimes. It's so funny. Like, the book sometimes... Sometimes you'll be like, money, is there money? And the book will be like, yeah, you get money if you want. Yeah, right? <laughs> be like, okay, well, can characters die? They're like, sure, characters can die sometimes yes, if it makes narrative sometimes. sense. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, of course that's the answer to that question. <laughs> right? Like, sure. we don't need a game for this. <laughs> I can just make up this story and tell people what happens. So I, I almost think, like, maybe the other solution to this game is to cut out everything but the skill check thing. Mm. Like just make it like dice rolls and like like make it a one page RPG called <gasps> Dicey Dicey Dungeons or something. Nope, that's a real thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That sounds cool though. But yeah, I often was just like, "What? This is just this is just playing you, improv." I yeah. I know that we all showed some frustration with it, Jinsey, but like I think you honestly did the best you could. Yeah, no, you didn't. Thank so you for good. saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for oh, my, my favorite part is when you were like, you were like, fuck it, I'm making a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> but then we found the mechanic and you were like, oh, okay, it actually does have a mechanic. It was, oh, it was, it was helping how you can help other people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess what it's trying to do with the adversity tokens is get you to like, like you fail a lot to save up for when you really need to succeed when the chips are down in a dramatic moment. Yeah. But they made mm. no effort to communicate that to you. Well, and I even feel like, because I low-key did that, where I had, like, a bunch saved for mm -hmm. the last episode. For the pizza party. And then mm -hmm. I was burning through them. But I feel like it didn't really feel very satisfying, because it almost felt mm. like cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, should I do this? Is this okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alex, you've been very quiet. Yes, I, like I have. Oh. <laughs> I thought we'd lost him for a second. <laughs> Alex strikes again. Did you have, Alex, I know huh? how you feel about this game. Like, boy, my my thoughts is that we just, we didn't play this game. Or at least we didn't play this game as it probably was intended to be played. It seems like Kids on Bikes serves a very uh, laser-focused uh, subject matter. And I don't think Fan of the Opera was the right vehicle for it. And I think that if if we gave it its time in the sun and redid uh, something that was a little bit more in its wheelhouse, and and maybe if we read the rules a little bit better, it it might have gotten us there in that particular venue. But maybe it wasn't right for Phantom of the Opera. I, I guess I can see like like can we really complain about it when we played a game of kids on bikes with no kids or bikes? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kids, no bikes. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, and I specifically didn't use the powered character because I was like, there's no powered character in Pen of the Opera. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, it doesn't make sense. We can't just add that. So, yeah. So, yeah I'm not, we should I'm not have just played Stranger Things with it. I'm not going to fault the game uh, for, you know, just because eh, we did the best we could with it in our, our setting. That's a good point. Just because it didn't fit our purposes doesn't mean that it's not a good game. 
Because I, I hear people rave about this game all the time. Also, mm-hmm. waiting. But I also, like, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't have changed that much. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've talked about the movie. We talked about how we felt like we did. We talked about the system. Now it's time to cast. Alex mm-hmm. has like eight people he has to cast. Really? <laughs> oh, no, eight. just Raul. Unless oh, he God. wants yeah, to. Yeah, I hadn't thought about all my superfluous characters. <laughs> are we not gonna, are we not gonna, like, not everyone, but are we not gonna cast Debbie Tequila Buns for real? All right. <laughs> Yes. Let's cast her. Alex, who's Debbie we could Tequila do a group. Buns? We could do a group on that, but... Okay. Uh, obviously, <coughs> Debbie Tequila Buns is Kristen Skoll. Shawl? You mean Shawl? Shawl, yeah. Shawl. Ah, yes, obviously. S-C-H-A-A-L. Yes. She's defeated everything. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've recently been watching The Last Man on Earth, and I freaking love her in that. You're also the world's biggest Gravity Falls fan. I wouldn't say that, but I do love <laughs> Gravity Falls. <laughs> What about Meg? Who would we cast as Meg? Ooh, hear me out. Okay. No. Nope, I just forgot her name. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. You can Google it. <laughs> I will. Uh, no, hear me out. Maya Hawk. Uh-huh. Maya Hawk. Maya okay. Pete. Yeah. Maya <laughs> Hawk. <laughs> that means like a, 10 a, years old. <laughs> spell that for me. Maya, like M-A-Y-A. Is that what you're asking to spell? <laughs> Hawk, H-A-W-K. I, d- I don't know why I was trying to spell it M-Y-A-H. <laughs> M-Y-A-H. That's how I, that's how I was trying to spell it. <laughs> I love oh, That's good. Maya. It's like Maya. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I Mostly I'm trying to lead up to, because... <laughs> This works perfectly. We cast Maya Hawk as Meg, then we cast mm-hmm. Natalie Dyer as Christine, and it's perfect. It's ideal. Okay. There you okay. Go. <laughs> yep. I don't know if you can do that because that's who Laura. Oh, Natalie Dyer, really? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah. The uh, Stranger that? Things lady. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, I think it's Natalia Dyer. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know how to pronounce anything. It's fine. <laughs> um, I have a second oh. pitch if Natalia. Natalia Dyer is taking. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But if you have a second pitch, I would love to hear it. Uh, the second one is Camila Mendez, who also works well with my Hawk. Who? Um, she is a Veronica in Riverdale. All of my casting choices are very Maya Hawk centric. I, I have no, I have no idea who this person is. Ah, she, I, I think she seems to be in a lot of like, I don't know, teen sort of. Oh shows and things um she was in a very good netflix movie called do revenge which is okay. wildly unhinged <laughs> ah and that's the one that's got maya, maya. In it. yes it's just where it comes back around <laughs> yes i couldn't nice. justify casting maya hawk as christine so i've just <laughs> revolved the choices around her anyways <laughs> wait so maya hawk is christine no <laughs> maya hawk is meg <laughs> yes Okay. <laughs> nice. this is Sorry, I thought you said Maya Hawk is Christine. No. <laughs> this is just my very circuitous. I don't, I don't suppose mm-hmm. is Maya Hawk related to um Ethan? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Is Ethan Hawk married to Uma Thurman? We have talked I think we've talked about this. I don't want to talk about this. I think you have told me this. I think you've been outraged by this before, yes. I don't no, want to talk about it. Is I'm on your Ethan side Hawk though. Dig into the dumpster. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am not an Uma Therma fan. <gasps> what? <laughs> is this real? This is real. This is a hot take. 
I need a second. <laughs> this is bad. Get the smell results. The energy in here. What the heck, now. Alex? Why do you do this to me every time? <laughs> oh my god. Chelsea, we're just different people who have different tastes and different <laughs> this people. This is the Kate McKinnon incident all over again. Oh my god! You don't like Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> It's not quite That's fair illegal. to say he doesn't like Kate McKinnon. It's illegal. It's, it's illegal, illegal to not like Uma Thurman. It's illegal to not like Kate McKinnon. I think he probably likes Kate McKinnon more than he likes Uma Thurman. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do like Kate McKinnon more than Uma Thurman, who is a strange alien person. Oh, yeah. But that's what you got to love about her. I can't. I can't. I can't function right now. Let's cast someone else. Go Ben. Who who you got for I, for Daroga Ben? I had a lot of trouble with this. Um, I this may not. I had one for you. Uh, okay, I do have one, but I would love to hear yours after mine. Um, because mine's kind of a cop out, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm gonna get Naveen Andrews. Um, who played Saeed on Lost. Uh, and he's like in his fifties now, so it kind of works. And he was basically the same character on that show. So, oh, see, Naveen Andrews is actually like first, like his parents are Indian. Like he's not even really a middle a Middle Eastern person, and mm-hmm. that feels weird for some reason. So, who mm-hmm. do you have, Alex? Well, mine's going to be even weirder because I said uh, Kenneth Branagh. Like Kenneth Branagh? Yeah, that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> the guy that like did the Bag of the Christie movies. Yeah, the guy that did uh, Hercule Perot. Yeah, Hamlet. Yeah, Hamlet. Yeah, he's Hamlet. He's Hamlet Lord's too. Olivia he's Hamlet apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my guy was supposed to be like. That's true. I, he was actually supposed. To, I, he was ethnically ambiguous in our version. Uh, like mm-hmm. I just kept vi- p- picturing him as as Perot, as this like just dusty old detective boy. That's so interesting that it's that's like <laughs> that's totally different from what was in my head. But I like that. So funny. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. I love that I'm actually too. Not sure I'm saying it right. I do think I, I was think... closer though. It does yeah. sound better than whatever I said. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can replicate it if you try. <laughs> it has weird GHs and after ends. It has stuff. a lot of yeah. consonants where consonants don't go, that's for sure. <laughs> Some dumb British name, I don't know. It's probably not. Like it's probably not. I mean he is, I think, but <laughs> Well then it probably is. Well, my actor was also like, well, his name is Naveen Andrews. It's pretty British. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm doing bad. I'm doing a bad job. <laughs> and I need everyone on this call right now to tell me I'm doing a good job. Good job. Good, good job. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give me my motivation? Like, <laughs> you're ready to be done with this. <laughs> Just give me some notes. job. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ever since Alex everyone's... they didn't like Uma Thurman, the oh. energy has been terrible. I know, right? I've just checked out mentally. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel okay. like I started this by bringing up Maya I, Hawk. <laughs> I disassociated. Well, Maya Hawk, I think maybe Maya Hawk but yeah, she, might be controversial. She, she might be. She might rule. I mean, Maya Hawk is definitely a better actress than Uma Thurman. God damn it, Alex. <laughs> I have to check. Why don't you just say Ethan Hawk and be on Jinsey's side for like a change? Because I like Ethan Hawk. Oh my God. God damn it, Alex. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Alex, we are so in tune in so many ways and then just like fundamentally not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but Alex, who do you have for Raul? Okay, so I have a few different things for Raul, mm-hmm. uh, potentially. My first, uh, my first pick, my first round draft for Raul 
mm-hmm. is uh, Vega. Like from three from Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So like, yeah, kind of right, <laughs> right? Like, like if Vega became an actor. And you know what's funny about yes. this? Jeanette what? and I were talking about this. Jeanette's my wife. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about this, and she was like, oh, Vega, that's who I think of for Ben's character. <laughs> and I was like, nah, that's Raul. Nice. That's so funny. I've got more yes. of a Dud- Dudley thing going on. Yeah. Sorry, who is Vega? <laughs> you don't know Vega from the Street Fighter franchise? Oh, we literally are talking about Street yeah. Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> he is pitching. Like, now, now Vega will be an actor in the, the movie slash play. The Phantom yeah. Opera, right? He will not just <laughs> yeah. be being his Vega persona. He won't be wearing the mask and have the claws, right? He'll be a beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah. The outfit's good, though. The outfit. The yeah, the outfit, outfit will work, around. yeah. Top notch. I mean, that, his, his outfit, ba- I don't know. Like, Vega's outfit would basically just be Raul's masquerade outfit, right? Yes. No, oh, Raul's masquerade outfit was a dragon. Yeah, it was a dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in our version, yeah. <laughs> But if I if I had to pick an act like an actor, real person actor, mm-hmm. I think I would pick uh, Jay Taver, T A V A R E. Tell us something he's been in. Uh, he played Vega in the Street <laughs> Fighter movie. Oh my god! <laughs> god, Alex, how do your bits go exactly the way you want them to every time? <laughs> You like set that up like dominoes, and oh, we and we just knocked them over for you. Yep. <laughs> okay, but I, uh, yes. I will admit I, I thought of that like five minutes before we started recording, and I've just so been sitting funny. on it waiting. <laughs> yes, I I accept. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's good though because like the I mean like I know it's a joke, but like you've avoided the pitfall of just casting Raul as like one of a million handsome Hollywood guys, right? Yeah, I you really think he's not that. handsome. Oh, he, he's very handsome. Look at that hair. Look very at good. him, Jesus. Very good. <laughs> and like, have you seen pictures of him from the Street Fighter movie? I've seen the Street Fighter movie. You barely saw I the did. Movie. I did. Ba- I saw the Street Fighter movie out of the corner of an eye while we were sitting at a table at a Comic Con. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and then I, I was going, huh, this is as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but I think what, Ben, I think what you mean is like, you've got like the, the 10 go tos, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm, this isn't one of those 10. The, I, this guy's pretty remarkable and memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I just put one in the little Discord for y'all. Like he, like, like, just casting them because they're good looking. You know, that's the pitfall. Holy, <laughs> dude, that's it's actually pretty hot. Hold on, hold on, I'm on my way. <laughs> Big Raul. Wow, here. that's like Correct. like a lot of people in that movie aren't very like faithful to their video game counterparts, but like shit, that dude looks just like him. It's yeah. pretty close, I think. Yeah. Vega technically has blonde hair. I mean, whatever. But yeah. I mean, he's got the mask and the claws, and he's got like his facial expression is like exact, like looking over the shoulder at you. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. No, his energy, fucking gorgeous. Mm, uh, good. Also, he's Native American, which is cool as hell. That is mm-hmm. cool as hell. I'm just gonna have a whole bunch of shirtless pictures of this dude on my phone now. All right. So, oh, uh, the Phantom. Uh, what about <gasps> Philippe? Yeah, Ooh. tell me, Philippe. Me? <laughs> he's your character. He's all of our characters. <laughs> <laughs> He's all of us. Um, this, now, this person, you can just, like, pick one of the go-to guys. Yeah, one of the... Zach <laughs> Efron. <laughs> I think... I guess I, I... I imagine him as being a little gross. 
Zach Efron. Philippe? Yeah, what? Philippe's supposed to contrast. Okay, maybe not that, but he is supposed to contrast with Raul, I think, in my mind. Like, Raul is cool and Philippe kind of <gasps> isn't. Tom Hart. I thought Raul, I thought Philippe was pretty cool. I thought he was cool, I too. <laughs> I, I, I thought the intention was to make him a little gross. Okay. <laughs> well, it was sometimes, but then I just kind of lost that and was, like, supportive, like, rich brother. He did love Raul. Mm. Yeah. He was just kind of silly and Raul was all he had. Raul was all he had. Yeah. You don't know what he's been through, Ben. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type Hollywood white guys and see what comes up. Ewan McGregor. I unsurprisingly got uh, a plethora of Hollywood white guys. Let's just right, cut to the chase. Why are we doing chase. white guys? We could do a Native American guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because we cast. Because he's a billionaire. Uh. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna type Hollywood guys. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood guys. But that that list is not gonna change too much. Uh, actually, it, it did actually. It, it came back with single photos instead of collages, which does actually help a little. Uh, guess who the top result is Brad for Pitt. Hollywood guys? It's Brad Pitt. You got it. Mm, nice. I was about to say. Can it's we please exactly have Brad Pitt? Can we please? I was about to suggest Brad Pitt before we went on the solo adventure. Anyway, okay, yeah, there you go. He would be so. Or what perfect. about like what if it, what if we like went the other way and made like Paul Rudd like he was actually kind of charming but sort of I mean he was sort oh, of an idiot. That's good. I like that. That's one. good too. I let, like let him, that. Have you ever mm. seen my idiot bro- our idiot brother? No. That movie's like so. so underrated. Um, Who Caleb? And uh, <laughs> no, Caleb's smarter than me. <laughs> As is me being mean. Um, <laughs> we love you, Caleb. Kisses. He doesn't listen yeah. to podcast. <laughs> this is so funny because he like 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 twenty five percent made it. <laughs> um, although if I ever quit, I would stop listening, to you guys too. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow, Rim, do you want a job? Oh, what? Maybe, it's, sure. Sounds like there's going to be a vacancy. It's actually, in fact, it's it's in fact not a job. <laughs> yeah, I went through a whole roller coaster of emotions on that one. <laughs> Mostly panic and fear. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me go. Let That's usually go. what I feel when someone asks you. I've been here so long. Okay. It's been 13 episodes. <laughs> okay, but for the Phantom, listen, for the oh, Phantom. Yeah. Ooh. I like the idea of casting a super hot guy as the Phantom. <laughs> and Zac Efron. Can it be Zac Efron? <laughs> no. I don't know that Zac Efron got it. But who is the super attractive white Danny guy DeVito. who plays what? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> who plays like the whiny boy villain characters? You know, like the kid that plays like Joffrey in like Game of Ooh. Thrones. That's a like weird that. thing to say, Ben. <laughs> that's a weird thing well, to say. Maybe he was older now. Is he? Oh, no, that's no. How time works. <laughs> I mean, you said the whiny boy villain character, and like that, like adult boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like man child? Man child. <laughs> I don't know. Give me an example. Hold on. Hold I mean, on. we're all thinking it, right? Do you have yes, a person in mind? Or Yes, I do, and I can't think of his name <laughs> right you now. I don't know. It name. starts with an A and a D. Arnold Adam Driver. Oh, oh, shit. His name's Adam he does, Driver. He does do that exclusively. <laughs> it's pretty good. What's the, what's the thing do. he just like got announced that, that maybe he was going to be? Yeah, and I, I remember thinking, like, well, he's really good at playing, like, adult men that throw temper tantrums, so he'll be perfect. Oh, hey, Reed Richards. That's right. <laughs> like, 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 people who are actually very talented, but are also, like, 
insufferable and immature and and are like whiny man babies and i was like that's 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 reed richards man that's such a good cast i love that yeah that really comes together right i like to the point that i like don't believe it because i'm like nah that's just like that makes like too much sense like that'd be really easy to make up it's too good yeah that sounds like fan casting yeah (laughs) i think it's a really weird pick for for reed richards honestly but is he a weird pick for the phantom for eric no, God, no, I think that, God, because like, yeah, pretty good. fucking like Jesus, Kylo Ren is just fucking Eric. <laughs> like they oh, are the no. same character, <laughs> right? Sorry about the like multiple swears there, but like <laughs> I don't know, man, Jensen, you really, <laughs> you really got me. I think that's good. Thank you. Yeah, that's like that. That's who I was thinking of. I don't know. They're both like literally masked prodigies. So <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> right. both those characters are very similar. I dig yeah. it. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, is the like person is ugly and has been shunned their whole life for it? Is that like kind of a shitty trope? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I mean, like is it really movie, necessary to the story? Like maybe it isn't. I hadn't really thought of that. In the movie, isn't there literally like a flashback where he's like in a carnival, you know, quote unquote freak show? Uh huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably pretty bad. <laughs> probably yeah. bad. It's probably but bad. But then as an adult, he's just like, I don't know. Actually, I guess he had one pretty fucked up eye, didn't he? It looked weird. Okay. Yeah. It, it was a little red. Yeah. It was a little red. He might have got some like hot sauce on it at one point. I still just feel like, though, that like I, I would I would see it and like I'd look at it and go, and, and the guy would go, oh yeah, no, I got. Uh, uh, Can I just say, Gerard Bartler minus the beard? I don't see it. <laughs> Do not see it. I have to remind myself what Gerard Butler looks like. He's got a beard. If you, yeah, yeah. Listen, if you Google, Google Gerard Butler Phantom No and Mask. That's what he looks like. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was King Leonidas. That's, that's true. He was. He kicked people in holes. He did kick people in a hole, a big old hole. He, well, was, in, well, he was in the dope book, right? No. What was he in? <laughs> He was opposite oh. Hillary Swank. And yeah, 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 yeah. The one where he was yeah. only there for a minute, but then he died, and she had to go to Ireland and hook up with his it was brother. Not the lake house. <laughs> was it the lake house? See, <laughs> no. I could have sworn that that was. Was it? Fucking Isn't it Keanu? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it's Keanu and Sandra. Come on. <laughs> what was that movie where Hillary. he? Yeah, the time traveler's wife or something, right? Is that <laughs> no, what it is? That wasn't it either. That wasn't it. That's like Brad close. Pitt. No. Outlander. <laughs> P.S. I love you. P.S. I love you. P.S. I love oh. you. That's the one. Because he wrote her like letters before much. he died. It was, it was not worth that much energy. <laughs> you remember that? Nope. That was a y'all. I liked that movie. I'm sure. Sure. When I was a teenager, I have and I no idea. It. it just seems like it wasn't worth the energy to remember. That. <laughs> it was cute. Well, now that we've got that over, we need to cast the most important character. Okay. Uh-huh. Derek. Oh. Yeah. Don't don't give Derek's job to an AI. Don't do that. Can yeah. we posthumously cast Alan Rickman as Marvin in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Okay, yes. this is here, that's a good one. Here's my <laughs> Jitsi, Are you gonna are you gonna pitch it? Are you gonna cast a director for this? <gasps> oh yeah, I usually do mm. that. So like, it should be like a director cameo, whoever it is. <laughs> oh, that's good. Taika Waititi. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I'm very Can we normal, please though, Taika. cast Taika Waititi as? Is the director? Yes. Jensi, what are you asking permission for? You're in charge. <laughs> you're, uh, you're 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 the money, Alex. You have to you have to release the budget. Oh, I have to sign off. <laughs> yeah, on yeah, yeah. Taika Waititi would be the best director for Phantom of the Opera. Like, so I mean, good. like, do a Phantom of the Opera that's like kind of like uh, our flag needs death, right? But yeah. like, like just a little darker, maybe. 
or what we do in the shadows. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. But don't make it a, don't, I don't know. Can it be? Could you do family opera as like a mockumentary? That's kind of what the book is. Yes, it is. Because like the reason Gen Z, the reason Gen Z did this like lore style podcast, which I thought was very clever, um, (laughs) was like the book is written like, uh, like it's like Gaston Leroux and he's, he's like as himself because Gaston Leroux was a journalist in real life. And he was like, okay, I've researched this thing about this opera ghost, and here's a book about all my findings. And so, mm-hmm. like, it kind of flip-flops between, like, him writing in third person the events of this book. And there is, like, dialogue and stuff. And sometimes he'll be like, okay, this is the part where I had to go find this person and, and interview them about this. And, like, mm-hmm. so there's a first-person account in, like, the last third of the book, like, from Daroga. Like, a few mm-hmm. chapters are just from his opinion. He's like, okay, I just wrote down what he told me. So, like, I don't know. That could work, right? Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Set, Gosh, someone should make this. Tiger, make this movie. <laughs> please, God, please make this please. movie. <laughs> so who would who would Reese Darby play? We have to replace <laughs> we have to replace would one play of our with Reese. Oh, 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 okay. There you go. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if Taiko Waititi, I think Taiko Waititi could be Derek, and then Reese Darby could be. Laureline. I mean, he'd be like one of the managers, Laureline. right? Yes, one of the managers. Yes, and can the other manager? Can the other manager be Jermaine Clemens? Yes, they have to be. Oh my god! Like, like, and like Jermaine Clemens, like really dry, and then like Reese Darby's doing his like foppish thing. It'd be so good. No, please. Like he, please make this movie. He'd be like, like, Reese, I told you this would happen when we bought that cup. (laughs) (laughs) We had to have it. We had to have the cup. Incredible. <laughs> All right, we're about to descend into just like <laughs> quoting, just titles, find yes. the concords. Since you, I saw them live. Ooh, I did. nice. Um, okay, so let's, I guess, wrap it up. Uh, what are some final thoughts that you all have? <laughs> I I started that sentence without having a clear idea. Yeah, so I appreciate that you tried though. <laughs> I. But no, I I think this is I think this is great. I had a great time, and I feel like when when I joined, I was like, "This is my confession to end on." Is that I was super intimidated by you guys. Really? <laughs> really? So Why? Funny. It's like Rim. it's like that's so funny because it's like almost always the other way around. Like <laughs> we're like, "Fuck, we cannot." Like look like idiots in front of this new person. <laughs> yes, and that's what we—that's what we struggle with every single time, including this time with you. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just—I—I I had a great time. This was so much fun, and I feel like I learned so much about improv and Aww. comedy podcasting. Tell tell us one thing you learned so that we can know it. Like what did what did we? <laughs> T- tell us, Rim. Tell us our secrets. Yeah, that would be like, actually great. Like we know we're lightning in a bottle, but we don't know how oh, it yeah. got in there. Is the thing just just aggressive? The aggressive yes anding. Oh, like like trust fall. Yes anding, but a trust fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Alex makes that easy because I'm just like yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. What can I say? I'm a godsend, I suppose. <laughs> you are. I'm Aggressive yes ending. I love Listen, that. There was Thank one you. there was a time about halfway through this where like I texted Alex uh as I was like as we were like editing an episode and I was like, sincerely, I think you are truly mastering like your craft. Mm, yeah. I don't know about that. No, it's true. I think uh, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I am being sincere. <laughs> Yeah, Alex, you really mastered the craft. <laughs> yeah. 
You're really good at this, Alex. You're amazing. Keep it up. Keep it up. Deep doing what you're doing. You You got it, brother. Don't ever change. You sound exactly like Tim Robinson right now. That's kind of the well I was going for. Well, thank you for saying that. We were we were so happy to have you. Um, yeah, I know you. that that you did just a, an excellent job, and we really appreciated having you on the show. Yeah, like thank every you. once in a while, like it would just be perfect, and I would be like, "Did we do this on purpose? Like, <laughs> like did did we have like? There's no way we had like this good of a casting process, right? This is this was just a happy accident, right? <laughs> that we found someone this perfect for this role." Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Rim, let me just say, you were a delight. <laughs> you were amazing. I'm really happy you were on this series. <laughs> I mean, to, to give you the compliment I gave Alex earlier, one time Alex and his wife Jeanette and I were like walking around somewhere. We were talking about it and like Jeanette just goes like, got a great voice. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> <Yep>. Nailed it. <laughs> you, have, you have the Jeanette approval. Ah, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> When it, you know what's really funny? One of my coworkers discovered Roleplay Recon. Oh God! And he I don't started, tell anyone at work about it. <laughs> I he's my best work friend. Okay. But he he was just like like we're BFFs. But he was Ooh. like, yeah, I was listening to the first episode, and he was like, why is everyone being so mean to Christine about her voice? Is it because the actress actually has a really bad voice, and you're trying to cover that up? And I was like, just wait, man, just wait, that, just wait till you hear it. It's yeah. amazing. In fact, it My was the other way around. Like it was the this. opposite. <laughs> the joke is, the person with the greatest voice in the world, we were roasting alive. Yep. And that's it why I did it that way, so that you would hear her voice and be even more blown away by how amazing okay. it is. Do you want to, like, you did so good, like, Rim, in that part, though, where you just kind of, like, took it? <laughs> you were just like, he was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I do have a pretty bad voice, yeah. huh? Like, it was, was so, so good. good. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> Yes. That was Jency though, really. Like that was yeah. his joke at least. Um I mean yeah. like you did it, but like yeah, no, it was Jency. It was so funny for Meg to be like, Oh honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that you, I love you so much, but like you suck shit at everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> Meg was so funny every single time in this. <laughs> Just thank you for going along with that. Meg Meg was Meg was the best NPC. Yeah. Meg was just Jency's yeah. insert character. <laughs> Just everything Gen Z wanted to say out loud, she just, they just said through Meg. Hell yes. Just sock puppeting. Yeah. Anyway. Sock puppeting. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Rem, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, you were a delight. Thank you, guys. This is, yeah, yeah, no this sarcasm, so Rem. You were great. Um, so yeah, any anything else about Phantom, or are we ready to wrap it up? I'm ready for housekeeping if you are. All right. Uh, why don't you take it away, Ben? Take All right. Away our I do do this a lot. All right. So uh, thank you for listening. A um, couple things. Uh, we have a Patreon and a Discord. Uh, it would be great if you joined both of those, really. But you can pick one or the other if you really do. Uh, the Discord's cool. Don't have to. Let me just say it'd be weird if you joined our Patreon, but not our Discord. It actually happens. 
So I'm sure it does. <laughs> and those people are weird. I'm, I'm no, we appreciate them. A lot of I don't know. Interests. That sounds like me. No, I like to, when I go at Patreon, I like to like be the mysterious man in box five. Yeah. Who like who like gives you money and watches from the shadows? Mm. You mean a weird nerd? Yeah, that kind of just sounds are. like the creepy scene from uh, <laughs> True Lies, actually. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Patreon, Patreon. mystery people. Yeah, uh, pa- yeah, but Patreon. Um, we have bloops, which is like the stuff we cut from the episodes. Um, and there's some good stuff. We don't just cut like garbage. Like sometimes you have like, to cut stuff for like pacing and time. All and my best jokes, Ben puts them right in the garbage. Well, that is because they go somebody, right to goose. You're, you're, you do your best work in sort of the distraction zone. <laughs> so um, it is unfortunately some of his best material. So it's pretty funny. Um, and we also will occasionally do a thing called a rando, um, where we, like, it's just a bonus thing that often doesn't have anything to do with Roleplay Recon, just us doing some improv, or, like, we did when we were, like, taking quizzes. Um, Those are my favorites. I need to edit that. You do need to edit that one thing. I will I do, do it for you, do though, that. if you want me to do. Uh, I actually, I do, uh, like, <laughs> I do some videos where I deep dive into the office and talk about all the times where the show acted like Michael Scott was being a weirdo, but I thought he was being normal. <laughs> Reveals a lot about my character. (laughs) Um, Coming up, we've got... uh, The next thing we're going to do is the spirit. Um, Is that the next thing we're doing? That's the next thing we're doing. That's the next thing we're doing. Um, That's the next thing they'll air. (laughs) Okay. Um, We haven't... (laughs) They're confusing this because we have not actually recorded that yet. But um, we have recorded other things. But we yeah, have we recorded have other things thing we're doing like that, which I'm going to get to if you just let me okay, get there. Practically okay. ready to go. But anyway, the spirit. <laughs> is, Why wouldn't that come out next? It's just going to be, well, because it's important for the thing that comes after that. So just let me get okay. to it. Okay, next thing we're doing <laughs> okay. is spirit. Short series, probably three, four episodes tops. Uh, we'll be playing uh, Norlandia, um, which is a game about uh, making a city and solving a murder in it. Um, and we'll have a guest for that. It's just going to be the three of us just having a fun time, kind of give ourselves a break, but it'll still be cool, I think. We haven't recorded it yet, though. It might suck. It's not going to suck. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it suck. No. no I think say it'd, that, ben. It'll be very. It'll be very easy. We'll have to make it do without REM somehow, but we'll, we'll make it work. Um, <laughs> and then after that, the thing that we have already recorded... Yeah. Uh, it is a one shot. Uh, it'll be like one. Sometimes they become two episodes. I haven't, haven't edited it yet. Edited it yet. Uh, where <laughs> we remake Empire Records with Pete Mitchell from the band No More Kings. Friggin' Pete Mitchell, Friggin y'all. Pete Mitchell. The mm-hmm. only person who could possibly outshine Rent. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, Ben. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We are, we are big fans of Pete Mitchell and uh, uh, No More Kings, though. So that was a dream come true. Um, he was a lot of fun. And then after that. <laughs> Oh my god! The reason it has to go in this order is because Pete Mitchell is and and, and No More Kings are a musical guest for um, the Adventures of Pluto Nash, which I will direct after that. So the Spirit Empire Records Pluto Nash. Yeah, get there. Ooh, I did get there. No, no, the audience. Once you let me. <laughs> well, if you did it a little faster and a little better, it was a little slow. I admit. <laughs> No, no, it was good. It was good. Um, thank you for for the housekeeping, Ben. Um, uh, and thank you all to our audience for sticking with us. We you appreciate you all like so it was much. A chore. <laughs> it was well, a I just, I, w- I was, it was no, a I get it yeah. though. Thank you. We like that you're here. Yes, we really a do. Turkish delight. When we, like for real though, like no parasocial relationships or anything. Sorry. But when we record, it, it kind of feels like you're here, and it, it makes it easy. Aw. Oh. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> 
possibly at most. Okay. But yeah, seriously, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. We love you all. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye kisses.